Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Ellison. I'm Russell Howell. And this, this is the Troy by Chance show. We can talk all things movies, television, streaming, sports, all that good stuff. And this is the final installment in our blockbuster summer series, uh, which we'll be doing a 2010s blockbuster. You guys decided to give us Edge of Tomorrow, which I think made the most, the least money of any movie we had in the poll. Yeah. And uh, what, this will be our second TC? Third. Film? Third. What was the Collateral Eyes, eyes Wide Shut? shut. Collateral. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. So uh, TC Money is uh, making uh, making headlines, being the most uh, reviewed uh, actor on on the show. So maybe. I, I do wonder who is our most reviewed actor. Be a good question. The lots of though. Got to be. Got to be him. Uh, maybe. I'm I don't sure know. That, I'm I was, sure I there's somebody else who reviewed more. I think Hunger Games Month alone That's... puts Jennifer Lawrence above that. Johnny Depp's five. Oh, if we're doing okay, if we're doing Jennifer, okay, uh, if we're doing uh, yeah, our um, series, yeah. If uh, if, uh, if if movie March counts, which it should, because th- those are episodes we did. Yeah, so then technically it would be like Johnny Depp, or you could say yeah, Johnny Depp, yeah. But outside of movie March, it might be Tom Cruise. It has to be, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll figure that another day. But for right now, we have some other things to talk about. First of which is our weekly trailer talk. Uh, we have a lot of things. Not, not a lot of things, but just some things to cover today. <laughs> uh, first of which, what is it we're talking about? Let's talk about the trailer for The Starling. So The Starling is a Netflix drama directed by Ted Melfi. He's the guy who did uh, Hidden Figures. I think he also did. Remember that movie, St. Vincent? Bill Murray? Oh, yeah, the, the one with Bill Murray, yeah. Did you ever see it? I never saw it, no. It's really good. I, I highly recommend checking it out. Totally, uh, totally could tell you the uh, the cover of it, though. I, I know that, and yeah. obviously I know who's in it. But, yeah, never never caught it yet. But anyway, this is a movie by him. It's about a married couple who, after suffering, you know, they have, they have, some, they have some hardships. Uh, you know, one is trying to deal with it, the other is trying to, you know, the other is, like, trying to live in a fantasy world, trying to, you know, trying to be a positive uh eventually uh one of them eventually finds guidance from a psychologist turned veterinarian who also has a troll past of its own and the two form a kind of bond together uh movie stars um melissa mccarthy who was also was in saint vincent chris o'dowd kevin klein timothy oliphant david diggs loretta divine among others Russell, what do you think of the trailer for the starling i liked it uh again it's, it's kind of crazy to see um Netflix getting these films, but uh, no, it it looks it looks really good. I I, I liked it. Um, yeah, I think it looks really good enough. Great. And uh, Melissa McCarthy, like yeah. we, we talked about her a lot on the show. As tired as her comedies can be, she she is a great actress. Like, we're both major fans oh. of her. Can you forgive me? Oh, I think she's fantastic in that in that film. Uh, that really really calibers what what she can do outside of like just your typical comedy. So yeah, exactly. But I'm I'm looking forward. To it. I think it looks really good. I think Ted Melfi's a really good director. Uh, and yeah, set yeah. for release on uh, September seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Crazy thing we're already in September. What's that? It's, it's crazy thing we're already in September. Yeah, it is. It's like, uh, yeah. I mean, it is. It's like it flew by. We're gonna be at Labor Day here in a couple days, and then yeah, uh, yeah. it's uh, crazy. Anyways, next one we're talking about also on Netflix is the Power of the Dog. So the Power of the Dog is a film directed by Jane Campion. I t- a name I totally forgot about. The woman directed the Piano. And uh, what else? What else she done leave recently? In the cut, remember in the cut? That's the one with uh, what Meg Ryan, yeah. I think, and Ruffalo in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was. 
Uh, not very good. Not very good. <laughs> yeah, she does some other good stuff. I like the piano. Uh, I like Portrait of a Lady. That's a good movie. Oh, well. It was, oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking Portrait of a Lady on Fire. No, Portrait of a Lady is actually like, what? Why did I confuse these, those two? <laughs> <laughs> she's got the piano and she's got the piano. But you know what? I think she's uh, Top of the Lake supposed to be really good. I haven't seen it, but it's a good Netflix show. But anyway, this is a movie. I, movies, uh, it's a, uh, a Western. So it takes place in 20th century Montana. As about a sadistic ranch owner who launches a campaign against a young widow when she unsuspectingly marries his brother and comes to live on the ranch. Uh, stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Kirsten Dunst, Jesse Plemons. I, w- I don't know who the husband and who the, <laughs> who the brother is. <laughs> I think really, I'd be really messed up. I'd be really cool if uh, her real life beau Jesse Plemons was not was not her husband in the movie. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Plemons Plemons is everywhere. I think I made a now. note. I, I, I said him and Tiffany Haddish should do a movie. They should. They're just, everywhere. Well, they are. Just everywhere. Get it done with. Get it, as well as, get it uh, done with. Cody McPhee and Thomas and Mackenzie. Uh, Russell, what do you think of the trailer for The Power of the Dog? Anything with Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, I, I like. I think he's a really great actor. Um, I like The Courier. I thought that was really good. That, that just came movie. out. Really, that was the, it was the last one. Very underrated. Not really a lot talked about at all. Um, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch in a western. Yeah, sure. So I mean, I, I like I like the uh, the premise of it. It's a very short trailer. You don't get a whole lot out of it, but you know, I'm definitely interested. No, yeah, absolutely. I I, I agree as well. I think that. Um, Connor Batchel, he's one of my favorite act- actors working today. And yeah, putting him in a Western, fuck yeah, I'm down, I'm down for it. Let's, let's, see, let's see what you got. Jane Campion, Power of the Dog. Uh, it's, 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 it debuted, I want to say it debuted in like Sun, maybe Sundance? It debuted somewhere. Or it's debuting somewhere. Debuting in Venice. It's debuting in Venice tomorrow. Oh, okay. So, uh, so uh, get your, get your uh, book your tickets and hurry up and get there for we'll, it. We'll get, we'll get some more on that tomorrow, but yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Uh, next show we're talking about is for Spencer. So Spencer is a movie directed by uh, Pablo Lorraine, uh, the same guy, same guy who did Jackie. And basically, it's going. It's ba- it t- about getting about Di- Princess Diana Spencer, Diana Princess of Wales. Uh, and it takes place in 1991. It's during her Christmas holiday with the royal family, and it's basically the time where she tried to basically end her marriage to Prince Charles because he's a miserable pe- he's a miserable piece of shit. Yeah, basically that's ba- that was basically their, their, their marriage in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, yeah, stars the surprise out of me who's stars stars Kristen Stewart as as Diana. Yeah. Which this is may be her. Uh, yeah, which is shocking for a it lot is. of reasons. Just because, well, I mean, not that I don't think she's a great actress. She's, she's obviously a great actress. Is I'm surprised someone so iconically British is being played by an American. Yeah, but I mean it's. When you hear her talk, though, it's it's, it's still convincing enough. You know what oh, I mean? No, I, 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 th- I it, thought so. It's it's like Renee. It's like Renee Zellweger in Bridget Jones' Diary. Yeah, like she like she, buy she, it. she um, nails that accent. She nails the accent and that role so well that it doesn't matter if she, she's American. And it could be the same no. thing with uh, uh, Kristen Stewart in in this movie. So, what do you think of the trailer for Spencer? I I really dug it. I I like that whole entire period piece, just with you know with the the royal family and stuff like that. I I I, I, mean, I love the Queen. Um, obviously a little bit different, obviously the ripple effects of her death. Um, this is completely different, but this definitely has, uh, an Oscar nomination kind of feel for it for uh, Kristen Stewart. Fine. And, you know, it, and, uh, it, is, and yeah. it is someone who previously directed an, an actress to a best actress nomination. 
so to me, I got the vibes from that. Um, yeah, because Jackie, I think when Natalie Portman scored in a, a, a nomination for the film, she did. Um, yeah, I'm I'm on board with it. I I really am. I, I'm always intrigued by that whole entire story of the royal family and stuff like that. It's just there's so many, there's so much like that you don't hear about. You know what I mean? And I think that uh, you know it, this it, it looks really good. Yeah, for sure. I also got a great supporting cast: include Timothy Spall, Sean Harris, and Sally Hawkins. Movie set to release on November fifth, twenty twenty one. Sure to be a big Oscar contender for the, for the season. Something that's not sure that's sure to not be a big Oscar contender. Moonfall. <laughs> uh, Moonfall is, you know, Roland Emmerich tried to do his serious, you know, serious business movie a few years ago with Midway. Remember that movie? Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, I'll get back to my roots of blowing shit up. Uh, this time, <laughs> what's going to destroy the Earth this time? The moon. Yes, in this yeah, movie, the moon is falling to Earth. It's going to crash in. we got to go save. we got to go stop this shit. Uh, the moon is the enemy. moon is the enemy. <laughs> as the cast yeah. includes Hallie. And yeah, about the astronauts comes It basically Armageddon on a much, much, much bigger scale. It, for sure. you get the, I totally get the Armageddon vibes from the, uh, the movie, for sure. Yeah, it has the cast that includes Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, uh, John Bradley from Game of Thrones, Michael Pena, Christopher Charlie, not Christopher, but Charlie Plummer, uh, <laughs> Donald Sutherland. <laughs> Presumably, all under took us under duress. I can't say. But Russell, what do you think of the trailer for Moonfall? Sure. Uh, one one word. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's Roland Emmerich. It's it's your ty- it's your typical Roland Emmerich over the top uh, disaster type films. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks good enough to. I, I would watch. I'm gonna. I'm gonna absolutely watch it. I don't think it's gonna be very good, but I'm, I'm there for the, uh, the eye, the eye spectacles of it. You know. Yeah, for sure. I just, I'm. I'm perplexed by this film. Like, I don't know how this got greenlit. Well, I know how. I know how it got greenlit. I don't know how people uh, got actors. I don't know how this. I just don't know how this came to be. I'm confused. But I want to see it. I really do. I can't explain how or why, but I want to see it. And Halle Berry looks fantastic. So she still looks that, great. You know, she is still oh, man, killing it at fifty-five. She bathes in the fountain of youth, man. I'm telling you, she, does. she doesn't look a day over. She doesn't look a day over like thirty-five, forty. No. Barely looks a day over thirty. No, for sure. She. I mean, she looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and last show we're gonna be talking about today is for Red Notice. Uh, back to Netflix again. Red Notice is an upcoming action thriller. Uh, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He plays an FBI agent who is on the hunt of an international criminal. Uh, well, he's on the hunt of an international criminal, mainly one played by Gal Gadot. Uh, he, ta- he takes under his wing, ta- you know, joins forces with a guy who's another criminal, played by Ryan Reynolds. Uh, written and directed direct by Mar- Ross and Marshall Thurber, who is one of The Rock's guys. Clearly worked with them twice already in both Central Intelligence and Skyscraper. Russell, what do you think of the trailer for Red Notice? I dug it. Um, I mean, it's that's a huge. I mean, this is a huge film for Netflix for sure. Oh, yeah. um, you have three names like that. Um, I, I'm curious. I, I'm looking forward to seeing The Rock and Ryan Reynolds' humor play off one another. I think that that's going to be really fun to watch. Um, and then you know, you got Gal Gadot. I think you know, as it just a, her being a badass. So I, I think it looks it looks really good. I, I'm completely on board. This looks like a really fun action film. Um, that we did hear about, we heard about a while ago that Netflix they were going to drop this we, big we, film. We've been, ta- and, we've been uh, talking about this for, for a while. 
Yeah, I feel like it's been. Yeah, I, th- I feel like we were talking about this and, in 2020. And once again, you cannot convince me that this was not originally a Carmen Sandiego movie. <laughs> I mean, even the red dress. Come on, like, come on, like international art thief yeah. wearing red with red in the title. I mean, all she needs is that giant like fedora hat that, or that big red hat she had, and that like if a, she puts that on the end of the movie, scarf. You heard it right here. If she had. <laughs> If she got a scarf and a hat, forget about it. It's done. Yeah. You heard that? You you heard that right, gumshoes. <laughs> uh, yeah, looking at the budget on this, this is going to be one of the more expensive Netflix movie. Uh, I would maybe, think. Wouldn't it, wouldn't maybe it be up the there most. With, yeah. Wouldn't it be up there with Bright? It wasn't Bright up there for the light, with the one that was the most expensive? Bright was Bright up was. there for a bit. I think and then what dethroned that? Uh, let me see. Bright. What, what was the budget? Oh, uh, Michael Michael Bay's one. Michael Bay's one that came out. I, I never watched. There have been a lot that, of things that? since. There have been a lot of things since to, to surpass it. So, like, here's here's the most expensive Netflix movie right now. Project Power. Okay. Uh, upwards of 140 million dollars. Army of the Dead. Army. Okay, that's Snyder's. I never. I didn't watch that either. Uh, I, it's, I really just. Yeah, Mid- uh, Midnight Sky, the George Clooney one. Okay, the one. Okay, what, where he has his beard? I didn't watch that either. Yeah, brightest, brightest still up in the top ten. So almost definitely okay. made. Mitchell's versus the machines, what about Bays? which shouldn't count because they didn't make the technically didn't make that movie, but they did shell out yeah. 110 million for distribution. Jesus, jeez. Uh, Triple Frontier is, is up there. Outlaw King is up there. Uh, Six Frontier. Underground is the current record hold. Actually, no, it's not. Six Underground only comes in at 150 million dollars. Uh, which oh, one's that? Uh, six six underground. Six underground is currently number three. Okay. Wow. Oh, the, well, two depending on where this lands. Uh, so yeah, six underground sitting oh, at one hundred million. At, at, at also starring Ryan Reynolds at number at yeah. number two or three right now. Number one most expensive right now. Actually, surprising. The Irishman. Really. Hundred and fifty nine million dollars. Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah. So. Uh, depending on where, like, so estimated budget for this is uh, currently between a hundred and two hundred million. So this could easily be number one. I'm sorry, one sixty yeah. to two hundred. So no, no matter what happens, this is the most expensive Netflix movie of all time. It makes sense, but this movie is going to get a ton, a uh, ton of viewership. It's going, it's, it's going to be like one of the most watched Netflix. I mean, I just, the, just the the rock you have the rock Netflix, right? Ryan Reynolds. I mean, he's having a huge, huge year already. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I, it's yeah. This is gonna. This is gonna. This is definitely gonna. Do All right. S- and yeah, Red Note set for release on November twelfth, twenty twenty one. Moving on. Uh, That's it for trailer talk. We're move on to notorious news. Um, first thing we're talking about. Uh, we got to you know start off with some football news because we have a lot to talk about. You know, preseason's over. We are, as of recording this, 10 days out from the regular season. And some things yeah, and, are happening. Things oh, are yeah, and I'll be, uh, I'll be in the, in the, in the D for uh, the opener for the Niners. I'll be in Detroit. Oh, are you really? Nice. Yeah, because we're going to the Michigan game the night before. We're going to go uh, Michigan-Washington yeah, I, I, I uh, night the game. Cardinal, I wish the Cardinals were on the schedule for uh, – I wish the Cardinals were on the schedule for, for Pittsburgh this year because I totally got to go to a game. Yeah, uh, it was one of those opportunities where we we just happened to be there for the weekend. Of uh, we usually go up to a Michigan game every uh, year for my birthday. Um, they play Washington at, uh, under the lights, and the next day is uh, NFL kickoff, and the Niners are in Detroit. I'm like, well, hell, we're going to be in Michigan. Let's just uh, let's just do it. 
Oh, we have some some trades, a few trades, and a few uh, starting announcements. Uh, first on the tra- and drops and drops of all things. We'll get it. We'll get to that. Uh, first of which, uh, Patriots have traded Sony Michelle to the LA to the LA Rams. Makes sense. They're they're in need of running back since Cam Akers is now hurt yeah. for the whole season. Yeah. Uh, traded him for a 2022 fifth round pick and a, and a 2022 sixth round pick. Um, Broncos named their starting QB in Teddy Bridgewater. Makes sense. Sure. If you've seen Drew Lock play, yeah. no, not as not a surprise. Yeah, not a, seeing Drew Lock the past years. Not a surprise. Um, uh-uh. Trevor Lawrence, of course, was named the starter for Jacksonville, which means what Minshew mania has ended, what? or has it? Because after the announcement was made that Minshew would be starting, uh, it was not the uh, Sorry, that Trevor be chart. Trevor be starting. Minshew was traded to the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles for a 2022 sixth round conditional pick. But they're gonna they're gonna start hurts. So I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, get them. They, they need they need backup there because look, Hertz was the backup for Wentz in case Wentz, what if and when Wentz went down. Wentz Wentz went down. <laughs> which we'll get to, we'll get to Wentz and the Colts in a bit. Um, oh man. So yeah, uh, they need they need some backup for Minshew and look Gardner Minshew, he's a he's a solid backup. He really is. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's with with what you have to work with. I mean, he's an adequate quarterback, far from top tier, but I mean, far from you know uh, Joe Joe Blow off the streets. So. Exactly, like he's he's a he's a far cry better from Nate Sudfeld. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, speaking of the Colts, though, they are they're just destined to have QB trouble forever. I think that's the punishment yeah, making Andrew seen- Luck for, and, and making Andrew Luck retire. We're gonna we're gonna have it. Uh, we're gonna call it the Manning curse after Peyton Manning. Man, that's yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You had one chance at a QB. You only got him one ring, and this is your punishment. So yeah, Carson Wentz still down, and uh, their backup Sam Ellinger also hurts. So as of right now, have, yeah, their week one starter is Jacob Eason. They should shouldn't have pushed Manning out. Shouldn't have pushed Manning yeah. out. Shouldn't have shouldn't have made Wentz want to quit. Yeah, I mean the the whole yeah the whole situation with uh, how that went down when he went to uh, end up going to Denver. It's like why? I mean, he's your he's your franchise quarterback. He's your the face of your franchise. I mean, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, but Eason, good luck, buddy. You're gonna need it. Yeah, that's and you'll, pro- yeah, and, that's you'll probably, and you'll probably need it again when Carlson breaks everything by week five again. Yeah, and that well, luckily I, I did uh, I did draft a backup running back. I took the Colts running back, so oh, did you take we'll see Mar- how that goes. Mac? Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Not bad actually. Yeah, their, their running back core is really stacked between Taylor, Mac, and Naheem Hines. Yeah, I mean they have a good running, a uh, good running game. They just don't have anybody. They don't have like, any not many wideouts or anybody really to well anybody to throw to the wideouts either. So it's gonna be interesting. Uh, Harrison Smith signed a massive extension for, for, to stay with the Vikings, uh, four uh, four years, sixty four million dollars worthy. One of the best safeties yeah. in the game. Uh, Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins is out for the entire season with an SNL with an ACL tear. That's that's a big hurt for them. So let's see what else we got. Jameis Winston officially in the starter for the New Orleans Saints. Again, no shock. Taysom Hill's good at everything except being a quarterback. But he was good at getting a contract, a big, big money, big payday there. 
I mean, oh, the so, one the one hundred forty million dollar contract he signed. So, dude, I'd be like, whatever the fuck you want me to do, I'll, I'll fill up water for that much. I don't care. Think, I'm just I'm just glad to get I'm just glad to get the money, man. That's the most hilarious contract because like they are never they are never going to pay Taysom Hill one hundred forty million dollars. Oh, nobody would have. You want to give him fourteen million dollars, man? Like that was money that they were clearly going to probably if if Breeze came back would probably have paid. Um, well, he wasn't going to sign for that long, but you know what I mean. That, that's money that they would have gave him or. Maybe like Michael Thomas, if you know, to stay stay around. Yeah, that's crazy. But like the big biggest shock, and I was I was appalled when I heard this. Uh, yeah. Patriots released yeah. Cam Newton. I was super shocked. I think it's I think it's a, a kind of a stupid move, but uh, I mean they see something in, in Mac Jones. I guess I don't know. Yeah, like, uh, but I, like that's, the pre- the pressure is all on Mac Jones now. Sink or swim, kid. It, but my thing is, it's like, man, I really wanted to see a, sh- I, I really wanted to see Cam get a shot at redemption, just because last year wasn't your typical, you know what I mean? Th- th- when you were battling a year of just like injury plagued NFL, and then just the whole COVID itself, and just everything about, like, it was just not, it didn't feel like an NFL season, you know what I mean? Um, this, I just, I wanted a shot to see him kind of just like get a little bit of shades of, you know, the old Cam. Uh, and and make you know the, make New England competitive again. You know what I mean? It's just it's kind of it, it does kind of suck. But you know, wishing Mac Jones the best. I I, I really like to see uh, New England kind of compete up there with uh, Miami and Buffalo for the division. No, yeah, I uh, I I think it's gonna be interesting to see what Mac Jones can do as 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 the, as the new starter. And now they have no backup yeah, plan in case he goes down. Yeah, I mean, so uh, yeah, sure. He got the keys to the uh, keys of the kingdom, but he got nobody to back him up, man. I, if you better hope that that O line is gold, you can't let anybody touch him. You cannot let anybody breathe on Mac Jones, man, because you cannot like who the hell do you have? Like you don't even have Edelman because we're Edelman played what could do quarterback, couldn't he? he could, Wasn't he, he uh, quarterback in college? Yeah, yeah. So you could have. I mean, well, he's now retired, but yeah, you can't. You don't even have him. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a rebuilding. Definitely a whole rebuilding and restructuring yeah, for the past. What, what, what is the depth chart? Like? Oh my God! Their only other backup is Jared Stidham. Is who? J- Jared Stidham. Oh, oof. yeah. Not good. Doesn't look. Doesn't uh, bode well. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But <laughs> good luck, kid. Yeah. How, well, you're gonna need it. The Bears. Bears starting QB still for some reason. Andy Dalton. I don't understand why. I, I think uh, Justin Fields, Fields has done can everything, ball. dude. Like, and I hate he is balling. He's really trying to win that position, you know. As much as my distaste for the Ohio team, but um, yeah, it's he's he's tailor made for that. I mean, he he can run, he can scramble. You don't you Chicago doesn't have that. It hasn't had that. Um, like a dual threat quarterback like Fields gives you. So uh, definitely head scratching. Andy Dalton's probably going to get hurt first series or whatever and then enter uh Phil's. I mean it's stupid they're not playing him. Yeah, no, it's it's I mean the, for, for now. We'll once once Andy Dalton stinks up, stinks up the joint then then Fields will get playtime. Wouldn't that be funny if he just had career year that he just goes off Dalton. <laughs> He's only on a one year deal so whatever. Yeah, but, but but I'm just saying he just goes he goes crazy. Yeah. Like they don't even have anybody to throw to him and they got, they don't really they got, Oh, they yeah. Like Robinson's Robinson. one of the best wide out in the one best wide in the game. That's it though. You got one guy. Dar- I mean, Dar- they don't Dar- really Dar- have Mooney much of an a, offense though. Darnell Mooney is an emerging star. 
we'll see what happens. I, yeah, it'll be interesting. I saw an article the other day about uh, it's the list of all of all the Bears quarterbacks that they won the Super Bowl. My God, uh, Bears fans, how do you live with yourselves? We'll get Paul Denuzzi on here with try to defend sexy Rexy. Rex Grossman, baby. <laughs> where, I'm trying to see where where did where did he rank on this list? You got Grossman. You have Cutler, Trubisky. Uh yeah, Rex Grossman number ten. That is wow. sad. Did they have, Rex Grossman is your tenth best did, quarterback of all time. Did did Hoyer ever uh, go to Chicago? Brian, Brian Hoyer? Hoyer. I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. Because I know he got bounced around a lot. I know. Obviously, you have cut. Brian Hoyer did, uh, did go to, did go to Chicago. He did? Okay, so you have him, you have Trubisky, you have Cutler. Cutler is probably one of their best ones, I think. Cutler is um, the best quarterback they've ever had. Just saying that out loud makes me want to shoot myself. No, but I, I, I'll I, go to bat for Cutler. I think he's a, a he was a, you know, a great quarterback. I just I just don't think that um, – I don't know. Just <laughs> He was just like more – he was more of your uh, gunslinger like Favre, man. He'll throw as many touchdowns as he will interceptions, and it just, you know – um, in case he might throw more. He really didn't, ha- but he didn't have. I mean, minus Brandon Marshall to throw to, but uh, Marshall wasn't the same once he left uh, Denver. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a really chilling uh, thinking about that. Yeah, uh, all the quarterbacks of of yes. But yeah, just Justin Fields has the potential to be the best quarter, best Bears quarterback they've had in a long time, maybe ever. But no matter which way it goes, Justin Fields will be faring a lot better than the kids of Bishop Sycamore. You, do you hear about this story? No. You haven't heard about this? Uh-uh. Holy shit. Okay. Russell, sit, sit down. <laughs> take, a, take a seat. Let me tell oh, you boy. about it. So uh, this Sunday, this past Sunday, uh, ESPN aired a uh, high, high school football game between ING, who is consistently one of the top-ranked high school teams in the nation, and okay. a s- unknown school called Bishop Sycamore, and there's like ING just whooped on this school. Yeah, I think the final score was like fifty-eight to zero. Okay, but here's here's the thing, though, Russell. Wait a minute, is that that's not the one where Trent Dilfer's? No, no. But here's the thing, Russell. Oh, okay. Bishop Sycamore isn't even a real school. Seriously. Seriously, so like they are an online magnet school. Allegedly, they're not credentialed. Their reps, their website when it was up, which is like a blog spot page, is more so about being recruiting than uh, than actually going to school. They had no education. They had no education credentials. Uh, they cl- um, their coach at the time had like an active warrant for his arrest. Most of what? the kids were like already graduated or JUCO dropouts. Like wow. this is wouldn't that have been a story? Crazy. Wouldn't have been a story if they fucking won. Well, if they won, we've been saying, but they got they got their asses handed to them, Russell. No, but I'm saying, wouldn't have been crazy if they turned out and they actually won the game, having yeah, all this like they looked wow. like the most undisciplined asses on the field. Well, that's crazy. I, I honestly didn't hear. Yeah, that's I'm kind of surprising. I didn't hear that. Wow. Yeah, I'll send you the highlights. But like, they like <laughs> they said, I don't know like why nobody on ESPN chat because they they claim to have like a lot of D1 recruits, a lot of D1 commits. Nobody there could verify it, yeah. and they said that on there just like they couldn't have a lot of D1 commits, but like we we couldn't verify anything. 
fact that they just put wow. them on, the fact that they put them on TV. <laughs> Wow, saying, is, that's crazy! I'm just saying the highlights for this game because it's it is ins- watching this shit is insane, and I bet the coach was like, so- I have to I have to watch it. Yeah, and like even the coach watches like so confused, but like yeah, no, this is like, like ESPN got fleeced by this te- by this by this team by this high school. Wow, yeah, no, I have to check it out. I'll check it out. This is wild. Uh, so yeah, uh, Bishop, Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> I just had to bring it up because this is truly one of the most insane sports stories I've seen in a long time. Uh, wow. Moving on to actual entertainment news. First thing we got to talk about, and this is uh, you know we got to start off saluting the saluting those who have fallen. Uh, lost in acting giants a few days ago. Ed Asner passed away. Uh, not like a master shot considering the dude was. I think it was in, like in his nineties. 91. 91 years old. Dude had been working in television since the 50s. Had a career spanning 70 years, Russell. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, he was the he was the first person to win uh, Emmy Award for in comedy and drama for doing the same role. He was on Mary, he was on the Mary Tyler Moore show then with Luke Grant. Won Emmys for both in both comedy and drama. Rich Man, Poor Man, Roots, uh, Elf, so many yeah, CSI. Like the dude, the dude was like a consistent worker. So he was working for decades. I mean, most people probably yeah. know him as the voice from Up, as Carl Fredrickson from Up, yeah. which is where I first and met then obviously encountered Asner. Uh, Santa and Elf, yeah, Santa and Elf. That that is why. Yeah, Santa and Elf. But yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, and, it's such a long, long, long career. Absolutely, man. He, in fact, he, at one point, he was president of the Screen Actors Guild, of the Screen Actors Guild. Wow. Well, yeah. he dabbled in everything. Yeah, the dude, the dude was a workhorse. The dude did everything. And, yeah, he was cre- incredibly talented at Asner. For sure. And, uh, yeah, no, if, and if, yeah, if you're upset, you want to look at Asner, good, you have good news for you. Um, this week on Disney+, Plus, Disney decided to drop one of their, uh, a new series, a Pixar series called Doug Days. It is a series of shorts. In which uh, about you know the dog from Up, there's about five shorts and Ed Asner did come back to voice Carl Fredrickson. Uh, all for all uh, of the episodes released, all the shorts released yesterday. Uh, highly recommend checking them out because they are they are very funny. But yeah, and he also has some yeah. some TV stuff coming out later post release. But yeah, Ed Asner, uh, you were a giant in the world of entertainment. And you will not be forgotten, sir. Uh, Next piece, of news, next piece of news we're talking about. We've got to talk about some box office stuff because something a big box office story this week is Candyman. Uh, Candyman opened well, and it is doing fairly well so far. Uh, opened to $22 yeah. million in here in the States, which I know doesn't sound great, but here's the thing. This might be, this might be one of the few profitable movies from the pandemic because it was dirt cheap to make. Okay. Not dirt cheap. Oh, no. yeah, there's hard Blumhouse. Blumhouse yeah. is dirt cheap. This is a, this wasn't Blumhouse cheap, but it didn't cost very much. Yeah, uh, only co- only had a budget of yeah. about twenty five million dollars. Mm-hmm. Respectable. And since open number one yeah. in the box office, makes Nia DaCosta the first African American female director to have a movie open number one. Yeah, that's that's great. You know. Yeah, and this is the and this is the person that we are is directing the cast Marvel sequel, The Marvels. So I think it's in really good hands. I mean, I was a big fan of Candyman. 
2021. What what I, I, I know you saw. What do you think about it? I liked it. I, I really dug it. I kind of see what they were gonna do. Like it was a very short watch, but uh, built suspense per- like perfectly enough. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really good. I'm looking forward to hopefully uh, some sequels. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I would I would love to see more movies and more movies in these years. More movies with with the Candyman. More movies just like just like this. I think the film is I think the film was really, really excellent. All my favorites this year. And yeah, congrats to Naya DaCosta. Yeah. Um and congrats on be short lived because we do have some <laughs> Russell's happening again. We're getting delays. Uh, I saw it uh it started with uh two movies that we're looking forward to, you and me. Well, uh, well, first you with of all, uh, Top started, Gun and me with Jackass. Well first of all started with with Venom. Well okay. Has not oh, been, yeah. Venom has not been confirmed. It's not been confirmed. It's just allegedly could be pushed back to uh January of next year. Which was the Morbius yeah, from what spot. I saw, Yeah. From what I saw, it's still October. I like because the theaters around here are still advertising like it's coming out, so I don't know I don't know what's okay. no, it's no, kinda one nothing of those. official has been locked in. So yeah. as of right now, it is still set to release on October fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah, there's a lot of speculation that could move to the January twenty eighth that that Morbius currently occupies. And Morbius will move up off again because who cares? Yeah, I mean that that one I really could care less if it ever comes out. But yeah, uh, but speaking of which, uh, the Paramount see the shit going on, like you know what? Fuck this. They they moved <laughs> a lot of their movies. They uh, they did the full jump off the Titanic. Yeah, most notable one being well, they did a lot of them. first. They moved three notable films. First of which, Top Gun Maverick was supposed yeah. to come out in December of this year. Uh, now set for release in May of next year. I'm I'm tired of watching that fucking trailer. Can I just tell you that? <laughs> I'm not tired of watching. I just want to see the fucking film. You know what I mean, though. Because no, I've seen the damn thing for like over a fucking year and a half here. A year. It's like, all right, enough. I want to watch it. Yeah. So I'm just gonna give you like a little rundown of the of the release dates for Top Gun. So initially set to be released on July 12th of 19. It was then mm-hmm. moved to June twenty sixth of twenty. Then it was moved to June. Then it was moved up two days to June twenty fourth of twenty. Then it was pulled entirely. Then it was moved to July second of twenty twenty one. Then it was moved again to November nineteenth, twenty twenty one. And this most recent move puts it at May twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. Movie got some. Movie got legs. Movie likes got to legs. move around. Yeah, movie, movie, movie likes it likes to run, but yeah, it does for sure, man. So yeah, uh, so yeah, it's gonna come out nearly two years after its initial intended release. Uh, also getting moved back, Mission Impossible Seven, that is now set for I a which also supposed to come out, supposed to come out this year. That is now set for a November of 2022 release, which is interesting. I don't think any Mission Impossible ever come out in, in the fall. Those are always no, summer. They're movies. always usually summer. Yeah, always summer. And yes, uh, this this one they, they targeted. They wasn't just me. They targeted you too, Russ. <laughs> jackass for jackass for you. Thought you were going to get away. You thought you were like, dude, it's jack. It's jackass. It's harmless. Come on. Yeah, jackass for now set for. Okay, this is the fucking dumb part. Okay, <laughs> so jackass for now set for a release on February fourth, twenty twenty two. Funny thing about the jackass yeah. movies, this would be this movie is probably the easiest they have to turn a profit on. That's what I. That's I mean. That's what. Uh, yeah. We only, only cost ten million dollars to make. 
oh, yeah, that movie's going to make money. It's going to make that. I mean, because, I mean, you get people that have watched it like me and other people. You know, I've, yeah. Yeah, if, if this movie came out in, like, even now, if it came out and it made $30 million on opening weekend. It's a profit. It's already done. It's yeah. already a profit. What are you doing? Yeah. Why'd, you mean, move this? Why'd you move yeah, this one? This movie's not going to make, like, two or $300 million. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's wild, but. Yeah, but yeah, Paramount got scared, and now and now here we are. Boy, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't miss a beat. They they didn't take a they they saw what uh, happened with Dolan. They're like, you know what? We're not going to do it. We're just we're jumping off the boat. So what happened with what? With Nolan, steadfast yeah. with Tenet, you know, steadfast. <laughs> steadfast. Huh, we ain't moving. We're uh, not moving. And they saw what happened with all the WB stuff. And like, oh fuck, yeah, let, 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 let's move. Let's let's go over here. Yeah, it's like oh, we'll just jump off. Funny, this is us leaving. Funny, considering they did, they did have a profitable film this year with Quiet, with Quiet Place Part Two, but that did you know, Delta wasn't rampant like it is getting now. So I, yeah. I do understand the move now. Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's going to start to start the ripple effect here. I hope not, but you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Next thing we're talking about it was announced. It was announced that you know last week. What we talked about last week: how uh, Emily Blunt and Emma Stone decided not to sue. Uh, Disney, you know, go a la, you know, Alice Scarlett Johansson, and uh, we finally got some little insight into why uh, for Blood and Johnson specifically, and Emma, uh, in yeah, much like Emma actually, uh, Jungle Cruise is announced that Jungle Cruise is getting a sequel in development. John McLeod Sarah expected to return, as well as both Blunt and Johnson. So yeah, that's why they're not suing because <laughs> they're going to get a massive payday in the future. See, see what happens when you if you if you don't money will come to you somehow. I mean, I mean, not for ScarJo. Even if, even if the move, even if the movie did do well, not for ScarJo. Yeah, I mean, but again, she got man, she got she got some bones, man. She's 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 okay. But either I get I get it though. I mean, no, she's we'll, not we'll, we'll she's we'll not about We'll talk about in a bit. But first of all, Russell, uh, yeah. excited for a Jungle Cruise sequel. Absolutely, I I love I love the Jungle Cruise. I have. Uh, Oh, you can't see it right now, but it, it's funny because on my back door of my post or my my uh, door, I have the it's uh, Dwayne Johnson, Emily Blunt, and then uh, Proxima the uh, the tiger. But I have all all the uh, the posters on it, the mini posters, and it's funny because I have Cruella up there too, and that's the both of who we're talking about. I think it was kind of funny, but yes, um, I'm, I'm I, I love the um, you know that whole entire like Indiana Jones meets you know. Uh, what the hell is the other one with uh, Michael Douglas? Uh, oh, Bright and Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 a fun you know fun concept. I liked it a lot. I, I really did. Swashbuckling adventures. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I, I thought the first Jungle Cruise was fun. I'd be interested to see where they oh, go. Oh, for with the sure. Sequel. Yeah, I, I am too. And I didn't see the twist. Uh, I thought the twist was kind of kind of earned. I, I liked that a lot. So, I, yeah, I liked it. Was, kept you guessing. In that. Yeah. Movie. It did, and then when it when it happened, I was like, "Wow, damn, okay, yeah, yeah." So, so yeah, uh, no more that's gonna release, but yeah, in development, but hopefully everyone will return, and hopefully it's good again. But you know, don't don't feel too bad for Scarlett. She's also stand, she's also landing on her feet, because uh, it was announced that she did land a movie with her uh, former Avengers co-star Chris Chris Evans in sure. the uh, th- in the animated movie Ghosted. Uh, so sure, yeah, no word on what this film is about, but it is gonna be a mo- a animated movie for Skydance Animation. Uh, 
uh, which immediate red flag right there, uh, which I'll get to why in a second. Uh, but it is going to be directed by Rocketman's own Dexter Fletcher. Okay. Uh, yeah, no whirlwinds, but the, the whole reason this is <laughs> like uh, I don't know, I, I don't know about this is because uh, John Last John the Hands Lasseter still still heading up Skydance Animation. Crazy. Yeah, I'm surprised he has not been removed because there are a lot of people who have just like spelled out said I will not work there as long as he's here. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I guess these people. I, I don't know. That's kind of surprising. Again, not 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 saying anything negative about uh, Chris Evans and Scar Joe taking this job because you know maybe they know something I don't know. Maybe something's maybe something's happened. I'm not sure about. As far as I can see, he's he's still uh, working there. Maybe some, maybe something's changed. I, I'm not sure, but whatever. Uh, but just hearing the team, the creative team of uh, Scar Joe and Chris Evans with Dexter Fletcher attached to direct. I don't know. What, 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 even though we don't know the premise, what do you think? What do you think about it, Russell? I'm down. Yeah, anything different. I mean, animated, sure. Uh, the two talented, you know, uh, actor and actresses, respectively. I uh, yeah, why not? Especially with like a director who's like not primarily known for doing animated stuff. Yeah, something something out of his out of uh, the realm of you know what he's used to. So yeah, it's yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. I know we're going to come out, but it will be in part of their massive deal with Apple TV Plus. Whatever movie they do make will end up going to Apple TV Plus. Probably, yes. Uh, next piece you're talking about today. Russell, we are finally getting installments in everyone's everyone's favorite action franchise. Somebody's favorite action franchise. Maybe nobody's favorite action franchise. I'm not sure. Uh, but we are finally getting Expendables 4. Hell yeah. I, I, I don't mind them. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, yeah, so we got uh, Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren, and Randy Couture all set to return. Uh, new members of the cast announced so far. Kind of doesn't fit the whole MO of the franchise, but whatever. Uh, Megan Fox, 50 Cent, and Tony Jaw. <sighs> Didn't say it was perfect. Didn't say it was yeah. perfect. But it's a thing. No. Like, the, whole, the, like, the whole fun of this was, well, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, the whole like, aspect of the like, action stars of, the, of yesteryear all coming together with some action stars of today. Yeah. Right? So like you know yeah it was just like, your whole yeah like look who has yeah. been like like what wait, 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 where's where's Hulk Hogan where's Carl Weathers where's Reginald Vell Johnson where's Michael Douglas where's Louis Costa Jr where's Kurt Russell yeah where's yeah. Peter Weller I don't know you can even yeah br- yeah bring back uh, uh what's call it uh, what the hell John Claude Van Damme back well Van well Van yeah, he's, already, gotta, he's, he's already got he already got to be play in one so he already got he already got his. Uh, yeah, but you could get uh, there's a yeah, like how you say you get the Rock in one of them. Sure, why not? You know. But Tony Jaa is clearly here to fill the Jet Li role because he's in a uh, stage of life where he can't do martial arts anymore. Sad, but yeah, you know, it happens to all of us at some point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Megan Fox is a curious addition. That was more eye candy for the guys, I, I would imagine. I guess. I mean, they try. They tried Ronda Rousey in three. She might have worked. I'm not sure. Well, at least they didn't put Machine Gun Kelly in there. You that know? is true. You know, just just no, just, just, just wait. He's gonna get a cameo or some shit. Just wait. Just uh, wait. Be like, who's who's the albino guy with all the tattoos? <laughs> <laughs> it's Machine Gun Kelly. Like uh, but yeah, that is it for uh, No Woman That's Released. It's gonna be directed by Scott. Not being directed by, by Stallone like the first two, or the guy who did the third. It's being directed by Scott Vaughn. Who we did? What the sure. Uh, or. I don't know if it's Juan or Vaughn. 
Uh oh shit. Okay, he's got Vaughn? Re- huh? Juan. Uh W A W A G H. it might be German, so it might it might be Vaughn. So Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. This is the guy who directed Act of Valor, remember that movie? Act of Valor, it yeah. That, started, like, that, real was, life that was that supposed to be that like that real life movie with the yeah. Yeah. Uh Act of Valor and then Need for Speed. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, not a great track record, but you know what? I'm optimistic. Well, because the first, the first two at least are pretty fun. I like the first two. Oh, they're fun films. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember Active Hour was this whole like <laughs> real Marines in this movie. Can they act? Yeah, I mean, it's like no, they can't. But uh, yeah, can can they be convinced? Can they be convincing in the, in the least? <laughs> Uh, needless to say, America. <laughs> can they get? Can they get access to get access like military equipment? Oh yeah, they could do that. Put them in the movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, next piece we're talking about. Uh, news we're talking about is uh, Russell's favorite subject of all time. You know what it is. You know what time it is. Disney yep. live action movies. Oh yeah. And it was announced that the Barry Jenkins Lion King prequel uh, is is going forward, and it has cast uh, its two main leads. Uh, in the, it's got its Mufasa, and it's got its Scar. Uh, Mufasa was played by Aaron Pierce. Uh, he was an underground, and you've seen Old, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the guy that played mid-sized sedan. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. yeah Jeez. He's going to be right. Mufasa, and then Kelvin Harrison Jr. is going to be Scar, who I'm a big fan of. Waves, loose. Yeah. It comes at night so much. Uh, dude's, dude's, a great, dude's a great actor. Here's the funny thing about this, though. Uh, Aaron Pierre, uh, the guy, mid-sized sedan guy, for guy who's playing Mufasa, he's British, and he's playing the American character. The voice character was American. Meanwhile, Kelvin Harrison Jr., very American, and he's playing yeah, the, British, the British voice character. If it was like a Bill and Ted scenario uh, in which like they gave him the wrong scripts and realized it too late, and they're just like, yeah, you know what, fuck it, let's just let him, <laughs> let him go, let him let him roll with it, that'll be fine. Then nobody's going to ask questions. <laughs> Either way, they got they got two talented actors, and uh, even then, Kel- and also just Kevin Hart's news, like he he just feels like Mufasa, like a young James Earl Jones. Yeah. Although Aaron Pierre does look like a young, kind of does look like a young James Earl Jones, but either way. I, mean, I know how much you how, how close you hold Lion King to your heart because that is is that your favorite favorite Disney movie? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so you hear you hear this this prequel coming. What do you think? As much as I hate it, I'm gonna, I'm 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 gonna go see it just because it's the Lion King. So I mean, I don't <laughs> think we really need another uh, live action, but it's not a surprise because you know money. First one did and, well. Uh, First one yeah, did extremely well. Yeah. First one did well, uh, reshooting the uh, animated classic, and uh, yeah, I think it's have to get to that one one day. But yeah, and uh, other pieces, <laughs> other anyway, Barry Jenkins is what keeps me into this one because I just oh no, Barry Jenkins I love is a great actor or a uh, director, yeah. And like I said, and like I said, sure. immediately, I don't think he's someone who would take. I don't think someone a project who, who would take a project. Yeah. For, I don't think he'd take a, a, a job for a paycheck. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy to me. No, no, because he's done a lot of under, you know. Uh, you know, kind of uh, indie type film. So yeah, yeah. Shit, I mean, shit. He he worked with Aaron Pierre in, in Underground. 
yeah, eh, we'll see what happens. I'll give it a chance. I'm not, I'm not totally shut off on it, but I, I just, you know how I am with it. I just, these live action movies are a dime a dozen now. Um, I mean, it, it makes sense that they do it though, because I see, you know, they see dollar signs on it. It's not a surprise. So, I mean, I'm gonna, I'll give it a chance. Yeah, and in other other Disney news, and this is one that, uh, this is this is one that a lot of people had a lot of feelings about, mostly positive, me myself included. Uh, we are getting a sequel to The Rocketeer on Disney Uh-oh. Plus. So we're getting a new movie. It's going to be produced by David Oyelowo and Jessica Oyelowo for their, from their um, production company, uh, Yoruba Saxon. And mm-hmm. it's not going to be a reboot. It's going to be a sequel. In fact, it is going Uh-oh. to be about a Tuskegee Airman who takes up the mantle of the Rocketeer. Now, somebody with a arm tattoo will be very excited about this. Some, yes, people with arm tattoos will be very... <laughs> <laughs> oh, not people. Well, I'm so sorry. Yeah, someone with an arm, someone we know with an arm tattoo is gonna like, gonna love this news, and he does. Oh, by the, oh, he's he's gonna he's gonna sing. He's gonna he, he'll, you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna watch In the Heights and sing <laughs> and uh, and, and sing some, in celebration. Sing some coheed. <laughs> That's how hard he's gonna celebrate. <laughs> That's how hard it's gonna go, man. But yeah, uh, have, you seen, have you seen the original Rockets here? Ah, uh, yeah, long time. I've seen it numerous times. A long time ago. It's been it's been a while since I revisited it. How do you feel about it? I liked. I mean, I liked it from what I remember seeing it. I we need to do like where we like have a poll where we bring back like the Shadow, Phantom. Oh shit! Like, uh, like all those oh, like like nineties like, like comic movies again. Like like, ni- like yeah, throw like yeah Dick Tracy in there, man. Like you just know, revisit you know, I, these I, things, I, man. I think it'd be I, fun. I'd be, down, I'd be down to do that. Yeah, we we, we maybe do that do that in yeah. the future, but. No, yeah, like but like the, from the nineties, which like, like fuck it, we'll we'll, we'll do anything. Che- Dick Tracy, the T- spirit, total cheese, shadow. yeah, total cheese, yeah, but yeah. I sure. I actually I'm I'm a newer viewer of the Rocketeer. I didn't watch it for the first time until like last year. It's okay. fine. Like I think it's yeah. very fine. I think there's a lot of things that do work. Like I love Timothy Dalton as the villain. Yeah, the biggest problem for me in that movie, it, in the rock for me in the Rocketeer is the Rocketeer. I find. What I find what's his nuts to be. He's so boring. He makes the movie uninteresting. Yeah, I, I remember it was being like a slow, uh, slow burn movie. I, I definitely need to revisit it for sure. Um, I remember liking it back when I was younger. When I, when the movie came out, I was. But that that being said, years, this this new character already sounds way more interesting than what's his nuts from the first movie. Yeah, and yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see where this goes. And set for, I think Disney Plus is the perfect avenue for this film. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, so uh, yeah, excited to see who gets to play the Rocketeer. I'm excited to see you know what this movie's going to look like. I think the Rocketeer modern day effects could be awesome, especially modern day costumes, modern day not modern day, but like you know modern day techniques to make it look like the old timey feel. I think there's a lot of yeah. potential in this. I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, absolutely. Last piece of news: we got some uh, stuff from the same franchise to talk about. Uh, first of which, it was announced that Karate Kid is getting a Broadway musical, which immediately I'm I'm in because that sounds hilarious. Yeah, sure. Uh, they could call it Glory of Love. <laughs> there, have sweep, it. sweep the leg, sweep the leg, sweep the leg. Yeah, but the, I, but the yeah, bigger look. the bigger news about it, even though season four has yet to premiere, uh, Co- Cobra Kai has already been renewed for a season five over at Netflix. Oh yeah, uh, yeah! I binged the shit out of that show. I got caught up real quick. 
funny for a show that was, ca- I think, canceled at U- YouTube <laughs> when it was on YouTube. Yeah, which was crazy. Yeah, it was yeah when YouTube you had to pay. Uh, they still do that. I, they they scratch that. I think YouTube, I think YouTube is still, is still a thing. No. Oh, okay. I, I remember the first season. It was like a huge thing, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna put it on Netflix or whatever." And then it just like blew up. Yeah, which which goes to show like why. Oh yeah, no, it was delayed, and then and then it was acquired by Netflix. Netflix doesn't mess around, do they? Oh no, they're no, no sorry. With, I'm sorry. Yeah. So what happened was they finished production season three. You decided to stop producing the show, and then Netflix picked it up. They picked it up like that. And that yeah, was I mean, a they genius, saw that was a genius they, move yeah. on their part. Oh, they saw dollar signs. They saw dollar signs. They saw how how like how you know how just great great the show was. Man, they're not messing around. Which I am convinced that Netflix originally passed on this show. Oh, I totally. They 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 probably were like, we, we need to undo our fuck up. Yeah, like yeah. because like I I because like you don't just go to YouTube to make a scripted series. That's not your no. first stop. You stop at several places first, at, like several places before you get to the YouTube. Yeah, I mean, you don't go to a party where there's just one person. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You want to go so. to a party where there's going to be like people. You know? Uh, yeah, that does that doesn't make sense. There was there's there's definitely a backstory there of how it got to where it's at for sure. Yeah, but either way, uh, I don't even know if season four is going to end. But I mean, I'm, I'm I love I love Cobra Kai. It is one. Of I do favorite, too. I'm a fan. Of shows yeah. Of right now, I think it's. I think it's excellent. I think the, all the acting is fantastic. I think it's well written. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't doesn't feel like a nostalgia trap. It just feels like a continuation of a story we love. We uh, that we loved already. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I'm for excited sure. for more Cobra Kai in the future. Hopefully, the show is different quality. We'll see. Yeah. But Netflix finally ma- finally making a smart decision in their, in their television department. Oh, well, then you got the other one. You got uh, well, not really new, but uh, they're uh, they're going to be uh, October first. Seinfeld is on Netflix, so that's right. that'll be yeah, uh, that, that's when that, that's when their streaming contract starts. That'll be pretty banging there for them. I know. I'm excited just to, to rewatch all of them again. So, yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for Notorious News. We should now move on to our movie of the week: Edge of Tomorrow or Live Die Repeat Edge of Tomorrow. That's kind of a problem, which we're, which we're, which we're going to get to. Or I think I thought the third title was On Your Feet, Maggot. On Your Feet, Maggot. the third title they were going to (laughs) do. I thought that was the third title they were going to do, they were pushing for. They didn't get there in time. Uh, But, (laughs) yeah, so this movie came out in the summer of 2014, which is a pretty stacked summer. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Between, you know, uh, you had that, you had had Guardians of the Galaxy, you had, um, uh, what else you got? You had Down the Planet of the Apes, Godzilla was that same summer. Uh, now, did you did you see the movie in theaters? I'm trying to think. I don't think I did. I, I it, it was funny because that <clears throat> it was a year that Beck I think was pregnant with Ella, 14. Yeah, which she had would have had to have been. But I don't remember. I don't remember seeing this. I don't remember seeing this in the theaters like I normally do. I remember us watching it uh, on DVD when it came out, but I don't think I saw this in the theater now. Yeah. So which is a, which is a damn travesty. Yeah, much like a lot of people didn't see didn't see in theaters because notoriously it did not do well. It made money. Yeah. It didn't do like gamers like they wanted it to. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be on a budget of 178 million dollars, made 370 at the global box office. Definitely the lowest, like the lowest money maker we've had to talk about today <laughs> uh, uh, for this whole series. Uh, 
for sure. But definitely start picking up a cult following for sure. Exactly. After. Did did re- got greenlit for a sequel? Well, not greenlit. It's, the sequel's in development mostly because it did really well on home release, really well on rentals, stuff like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, first of all, just, I mean the, t- the, t- the title, the title itself. This this is based on a manga called All You Need Is Kill. It was released as Edge of Tomorrow, and on the DV and on yeah. any release you buy now, whether it's digital. Uh, Blue it's, it's always live, live, die, repeat. It's live, yeah, it's die, repeat, edge of tomorrow. Which is so weird because, yeah, kind of what you said. It, it has like, what the hell is it? What are what are we here? Let's let's identify as one of these things. You came out as edge of tomorrow. Just ro- roll with it. You know what I mean? What I mean, edge of tomorrow was, was clearly the worst title. That, could, that was the war title that could have gone with. Which that? I mean, edge of tomorrow was definitely the war out of the three of these. That was the worst title oh. that could have gone with. For sure, but I mean, you've already, you know what I mean? You've released it as that, you know what I mean? Kind of just, I mean, you're, you're trying to, I don't know, you're just trying to do too much with the title, you know what I mean? Yeah, but anyways, uh, so yeah, uh, we're going to talk about like why this movie has gained a following, why this is, why, why this really deserves to do much better than it actually did. I really think they should have just gone with, with the manga title, All You Need Is Kill. I think that one, Live, Die, Repeat's fun. Live, Die, I mean, Repeat, that's, you could have gone with also. The whole it's the whole premise. I mean, it's the whole premise of the film. I mean, it's 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 kind of yeah. It's this movie in a nutshell. It's exactly what it is, you know. Anyways, yeah. Let's let's get into it. This is this is live, die, repeat, edge of tomorrow. So uh, this movie starts off with a bunch of, with a bunch of newsreels, and uh, funny enough, do you, do you know the bulk of the movie takes place, Russell? The bulk of the movie. Do you know what year it takes place? Uh, in? No. Twenty twenty. Are you serious? Yes. What are the odds of that? The bulk of this movie is set in the year 2020. That's funny. Where were their face masks? <laughs> Shit. I, <laughs> if Alien did show up, we're just like, you know what? Yeah, why not? What else can you throw at us this year? Seriously. I mean, if you would have told us that last year, it would have been like, yeah. That I Sure. That checks. Why not? But anyways. <laughs> we, yeah, so uh, it's, 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 we're, in, we're in the future. Well, we're in the future at this point in time. Basically what happened was 2015, Aliens crash landed on Earth. Uh, they started wiping shit. They started wiping shit out. They're hard to beat. So the human race bands yep. together. Spend five years fighting this war, and now they think we're at an end because these new uh, j- these suits called jackets, jackets, right? That's yeah. what they're called. Jackets, or uh, you're talking about the uh, the, um, the suits, not the uh, the yeah 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 because they're the J Squad. Yeah, yeah 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 the the yeah they developed these new jackets that are supposed to help like beat the aliens. They did really well yeah. at this battle for done. The Emily Blunt's character is at, which we'll get which we'll get to later. Um, but yeah, so that's that's where we're that's where we're at right now. And basically, we're, we're leading up to what is supposed to be the final stand between humans and the aliens. We then meet our main character, Major William Cage, played by Tom Cruise, who TC Legend. This is the first like real action movie we've got to talk gotten to talk about with him in it, isn't it? Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't Oblivion. Thank, I like, I kind of like Oblivion, but yeah, no, this is starting, starting off good. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. But anyways, uh, interesting about his, about his character in this film is that like he doesn't really start off as like a badass killing machine. No, what he is is he's a PR guy for the military. He's the guy that goes yeah. on to the news. He talks. He talks up suit and just convinces people to do. And it's like you know, like, like sells these suits and sells people on the idea of yeah. these plans. So yeah, he's not. Yeah. He's not a combat guy. Which is crazy because you see Tom Cruise. You're like, oh yeah, he's like totally down for. It. But his character's scared. He doesn't want anything to do with that stuff like yeah. at all. You could totally see it in the beginning of this. Yeah. So he's put. So he's put in the jurisdiction of the British general, played by Brendan Gleeson. And he's like, you know what? You're gonna. You're going out tomorrow. You're gonna be in the front lines. Just like, aha. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I don't fight, so uh, no, uh, that that ain't gonna work. Well, that is. Well, that he's he's through the military of the United States. He's like no, he's like I don't. Yeah. Which, by the way, Mike, looking at just looking at it again, like my God, Tom Cruise, like he's he's aged phenomenally well. Jesus, I mean, yeah, like, twenty fourteen. Like, it's only set seven years. He still looks the same. Like look, like you look at the hair, you look at his demeanor. Like he's just damn good on ETC. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah, he's just like you know what? No, I'm gonna. He's like I'm not. I'm not fighting. And if you try to get me to fight, I'm gonna rake your shit through the mud. And they'll, and they'll believe me because that's what I do. I'm Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, so he's like, okay, fine. He's like, arrest this man. He's personating an officer. He's like, what the? F- <laughs> this is the only time we actually see him get to run in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Seriously, because you, there's two things that Tom Cruise we know loves to do: ride motorcycles and, and run. run. He does one of those things. He only gets to do it for like a few minutes. Uh, so he, he get he gets tased. Or not even a few minutes, a few seconds. He gets tased and he gets sent to this uh, military tra- training camp, in which this, yeah. and he gets put into the jurisdiction of one Mister Bill Paxton. Rest in peace. Yeah, who phenomenal, uh, obviously playing Master Sergeant Farrell in this. Uh, just a just a total dick, like like Bill Paxton can play, you know. Yeah, and I, he's. He's really heightened, like his 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 Texas accent. Really, kind of like more like a Southern feel. But man, yeah. he is he is awesome. I love Bill Paxton. Well, they have well they have his character from what Kentucky in this one. So I, exactly. I see they're trying to keep the Southern. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so you guys want to thing introduced into J Squad, another squad that I actually really enjoy. I do wish we got more time with them. If they wanted to give this whole I, crew a spinoff, I'd be yeah. I, I think that would that would have been totally cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he runs a he runs a tight ship. Doesn't believe in gambling. Makes his crew makes his crewmates eat cards, which is an interesting inclusion. Yeah, that's I, a, didn't didn't that's I, seem, a, I seem to have missed that in the military handbook, but okay. A little, little bit of pica, no big deal. This is where he's assigned to, and it's a funny thing. There's like this one like the one woman in J Squad. Like her accent's like super. Her accent's like super thick. And it's like there's no way she's southern. Do you know who that is? Yeah. No. That's Tom Hardy's wife. That's who? That's Tom Hardy's wife. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm like I knew I recognize I knew I recognized, but like you are definitely not Southern. Yeah. No. That's crazy. Yeah. So uh, basically, this this is the outfit. This is the outfit he's with to for Operation Downfall, which is where they're gonna make their last stand against the aliens. Uh, mim- mimics is what mimics is what they call them. Uh, so yeah, they load up when we see that the jacket suit, which I really like that these suits are practical. Yeah. And what's, what I like about them is that like they, they feel you feel the weight of these things. Like you see anybody walking them, they're oh all like God. they're all like waddling, yeah. they're trudging. Like these It's look, a struggle. Yeah. It, it's a struggle. It looks like a struggle to use these things. Oh, I mean I it's you getting a workout just watching these guys do it. I mean, just how even Tom Cruise, like how how heavy that must be just to put your leg up to to do that. Like how much how taxing that has to be. No, exactly. And like what what we see in the movie is like the more like it, it, they do a great job of demonstrating like that like these are like people who like don't use these suits very often, and that no. the more the more you use these suits, the better you get. The fat, oh, the faster, how, yeah. more agile you get. And we see and we see that demonstrated in the movie. Uh, yeah, how how smoother it becomes. So yeah, they're about to land. They're about to land on. Uh, they're about to land on uh, this beach, and it's a very. It's like a very like Normandy esque. This whole first like oh, beach landing sequence is excellent. Yeah. 
Oh, it's it's shot perfectly. The the special effects are fucking fantastic. Uh, just everything, awesome. the explosion, it's loud. Yeah. It's in your face. Yeah. Yeah. No, this it, this feels like Normandy in the future, and I yeah, and it looks sure. it looks incredible. Oh, it's beautiful to watch. I mean, like just like everything. It's just it's just it's it's like a huge sprawled out spectacle just to watch. Yeah, like, you know, unfold. Like, for, like and let's go cool about like from the moment like Tom Cruise like. Because like his plane gets hit from the moment he ejects himself to the moment where he lands on the beach, it's all done in one take. It's all done in like one yeah. rotation shot, and it's mm-hmm. it's seamless. I know a lot is probably computer, but like it's seamless. Like you don't you don't feel, you don't feel like even if, even if you can tell like the fact that it doesn't work or work or anything, yeah. it's still such like a masterfully crafted shot that you you, you don't you don't pay attention to it. No, because it just it flo- it flows perfectly through the film. Like it, and I like how they almost do like it's like a first person. It's like you're getting dropped down onto the battleground. You know what I mean? Exactly. And like all of a sudden, here you are. You're you're in the trenches with these characters, and that's I love it's, I love those two dudes. Like, the two dudes why you see like smack into each other. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, like it it's, it feels like a real boots on the ground like Starship Troopers esque sequence. Yeah, yeah only I, shot. A, Shot a little bit better, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, 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 I know what you're saying with the aliens and stuff like that, and just the just yeah, the whole like, bloodbath that's ensuing. Yeah, it's got a lot of great scale to it. Things just shit's blowing up, shit's blowing up, grounds blowing up, people are on fire. I Meanwhile, I mean, it's the, like yeah, good. You think about like you being in that situation, how scared shitless you would be. Like things are happening so fast. The human reaction, like you don't, you're like the the reaction time. You you almost have to just like it's it's like guesswork. It's literally just like you get lucky, you know what I mean? Because yeah. shit's just happening everywhere. That's where we get our first look at Emily Blunt's character, who like finding out like she, she carries like a giant sword, which feels like very like Final Fantasy. But do you, like yeah, like that sword is actually like a helicopter blade. Yeah, that's whew, crazy. Yeah, so uh, we also get a first look at the aliens, the the mimics. Which I actually really do enjoy the, the design of these things, in that it's, yeah, the, the, it's a unique design. Like they decided, yeah, like, it's something different. Yeah, we, I, I've never seen an alien quite like this in a movie. No, because they're all based almost on the same type of things that you see. Like you know, even Independence Day kind of loosely based. It almost looks like a xenomorph kind of. You know what I mean? They all exactly. kind of mimic. No pun intended. Mimic each other. And this one's a little bit different. I I, I do like that. Yeah, it doesn't really have much HR guy. It doesn't really feel like an HR guy design, but like, yeah, it's it's just, it's just like basically a bunch of head and a bunch of tentacle. But like, I love the way they move. They're quick. Yeah, I, I love the way like they, they yeah. fidgets. And like yeah. crazy thing, like and like Tom, like Cage comes face to face with uh, Rita Emily Blunt's character for the first time, and like she looks at him for like two seconds, and then she gets sh- fucking shot. Yeah, yeah. So and yeah, completely right in front of him. Yeah, we're just like, what the fuck. And it's like, he starts like you know, fuck this. I'm going. I'm leaving. I'm going the other way. Yeah. Because like, look, I'm sure Major Major Sergeant Farrell is a is a good is a good uh, good to his own guy. But he's a he is a dick to Tom Cruise. They don't even show him where the safety is on his gun. Yeah, it's like you're throwing this guy out there, and you can't even tell him like, hey, this is where the safety's at. How like the poor gun? the poor guy. Look, he's he's playing your game. He's he's there. He he's gonna fight the war with you. But like, tell the guy where the safety's at. Shit. Hey, just like like help him, help him. Seriously, help him help you. That's the whole idea. Yeah. So they're in this fo- they're in this foxhole in this uh, in this foxhole, and then they get attacked by a mimic right behind him. These things like like I said, these are scary. They're fat. They're fast as fuck. They, and they could be anywhere. 
Yeah, and that's the scary part about them. They move so fast and they're so swift. Like they're they're smooth. They're smooth killing machines. Exactly. So uh, Tom Cruise manages. He fi- uh, Cage finally manages to get his safety off. He kills one, but then he sees another one, which is different. It's bigger, and while most makes gl- glow orange, this one glows blue. Mm-hmm. And so the only way, and he has this claim in mind, which he he has his mind, which he's going to use to explode it. He does it, and then we get one of the most graphic deaths I've seen in a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, because like he blows it up, and then like this blood drips onto his face. But it's yeah, like you see his acid, face, like, and you see like his face melting. It's like holy shit, this this is PG thirteen. Yeah, it's a yeah for sure. Yeah, so uh, that happens, and he wakes up, and sure enough, he's right back to where he was at the start at the start of the day before. On your feet, maggot. That's, On your feet, you know, maggot. That's I mean, you're gonna you're gonna hear that tons of times. And so yeah, of course, naturally, he is he is very confused. It's like, wait a minute, I was here. Yeah. I know. Something that impressed yeah. me, though, about Major William Cage, this guy has incredible recall. Oh, yeah. For, I, I, like, look at, look at during the, look at during the um, just like later on we'll talk about it, but the scene where him and Emily Blunt are walking through and he's like, one, two, turn, boom. Like, he, he's, his attention to detail is super, but like, you super th- impressive. You think about it, like, he's reciting lines that fairly uh, told him the day before. That he's only heard yeah. one time. Like, God damn, like, you have some great recall. That's a, that's a great recall. And yeah, it shows you how intelligent his character actually really is. After like one day. One day? It's like, I'd have forgot. Who the hell are you? What? <laughs> what? What's going on? Like, you, you, you look familiar. We talked about what? You talked about what? It's like, oh, well, yeah, no, I know exactly the speech you're going to give me after hearing it one time. Like, shit, good on, good on you, Major William Cage. Hey, yeah, I have to listen to a song probably a hundred times before it cements into my head. But yeah, sure. Yeah, but anyways, he's going back. He's going back and forth. Decides to ask where the safety is this time. Does still doesn't get an answer. Dick. No. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Lands back on lands back on the beach. Uh, and yeah, shit st- shit is still not going well. Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're, they're basically they're basically, get, they're basically getting their asses handed to him, but that's when he realized like, oh shit, I am living the same day over and over again. Like I got it's Groundhog Day. It, yeah, no, you you, you get the. <laughs> I was like my, my my favorite Tom Cruise death of the movie, which is, well, not my favorite, it's one of where like, he gets he gets he gets paralyzed after saving after saving Rita, and it's like you can't move, and he, she takes his battery pack. Yeah, and then like right before he's like, oh fuck. <laughs> it's just dumb. yeah, 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 and then it cuts back to yeah him going right back again to where he was at. Definitely one of my favorites, uh, PD thirteen f bombs in a movie. Oh, for and, and perfectly placed too. Yeah, so this, this one we're just like okay, I, I, I gotta tell I gotta tell somebody. So he tells yeah. he tells tells fair tells fairly just like obviously I think he's crazy. Oh, I mean, just a little bit. Yeah, so he's like, okay, I know all, I know all you, I know everything's gonna happen to me. You, I know everything's gonna happen. I know everything you're gonna say, everything you're gonna do. Listen to me. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I also love the solution. Like the only thing they do is just duct tape his mouth shut. Yeah, because they're like, this guy's crazy. It's like, dude, like listen to him. Yeah, so like the the ship is about to explode. <laughs> and sure enough, a couple seconds later, bam. Yeah. uh... <laughs> this the 
Third death, he gets crushed by the planes. Who's crushing that one dude who doesn't wear underwear? Oh yeah, the the heavy set guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, like get crushed by the plane. Uh, saves, saves him, gets crushed himself. Uh, but then he's then he's going on, and I don't know how many times he's died at this point, but like he feels efficient. Like I said, it feels like these suits like they look heavy, they look inconvenient, but you get the sense that the more you do things with these suits, the better. Yeah. Like the more you get used to, the more you you acclimate to it, the faster you move. That's what the yeah. show. It's not. That's what the show with Cage in this movie. The more times he dies, yeah. the more times he's flung onto this beach, the more badass he gets. Yeah, because he's smoother. Uh, everything's more fluent. You know what I mean? It's not as like him him being as clueless because he's done it so many times. Yeah, and he's shrunk, and he he saves Rita. She basically shoots a mimic without without even looking. He's like she's about to, about to blow up. We gotta yeah. go, but she's looking at him. She's looking at him differently than anybody else, and that she it feels like she knows what's happening. And yeah. then, and, and sure enough, she does. She's just like, hey, yo, find me when you wake up. And he's just like, yeah. He's just like, wait, 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 what? Yeah, find find yeah. me when you wake up. Yeah, so it's like, well, it's like okay. It's like okay, sure. Let's sure, <laughs> sure, sure thing, Miss, sure thing, Mrs. John Krasinski. Yeah, whatever you say, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll find you. So, uh, yeah, they he decides to go and he decides to play along with this whole uh, you know private demotion thing. <laughs> I, and his whole scheme is he's, he tries to get the he gets the unit to stop during laps during PT, and then he sneaks away. <laughs> Yeah, I do love the first time where he gets run over by a truck. When he does that little roll and you, you hear it's like boom or whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> got to work on our timing. Got to work. Okay, fine. Try it again tomorrow. Yeah. Which I do give a, a credit, credit to this movie for this specifically. Like, move, like this, movie, this kind of movie especially, we've seen a lot of hell. We could, we could have done a whole poll with movies just on this premise. Oh yeah, like even like like we said, Happy Death Day, Groundhog Day. Day. Groundhog I mean, Day before I fall, Palm Springs. Before I fall, Palm Springs. Yeah, I mean it's just uh, where they're reliving the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, it's yeah. A, like, I think what like what makes the what all it makes for a lot of, of, lot of fun is de- a, a good death montage. Or like oh, if you absolutely. have a character who's like a predicated is like they they're gonna die several times. Like yeah. make the deaths funny. Yeah, I mean because. In essence, that's what's going to happen. I mean, it's all a trial and error. So, I mean, you might as well have fun with it. Exactly. Yeah, so we officially, we officially he, get, he gets away, and then we go officially meet Emily Blunt's character. This is Rita Vertasky, uh, the angel of Verdun, a.k.a. Full Metal Bitch. Uh, so basically, <laughs> yeah. she, she knows what Kate is going through because the same thing happened to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and that's essentially why they won Verdun. Well, not why they won. Uh, they, like, she she knows that that's how, that's what gives her better insight into how these mimics work, as well as how you know this and how, why they're so hard to beat. The reason they're so hard to beat is because they're the mimics are like a hive mind. They operate on they have one operation called the Omega. They have these little things called Alphas who like go monitor their battles. If an Alpha gets killed, the Omega just resets the day. Yeah. So yeah, basically that's that's why that's why things are so hard to beat because they know everything you're gonna do before you do it. Yeah, because yeah, so yeah. And every, it's and almost every time like, every yeah. time they lose, they just like, like they're that kid like when they're when they're losing, they just like flip flip the game board. Like, yeah, they this. yeah they, they yeah they they study their their moves that would made them lose, and then they they win. So it's like, well, how do you beat that? Exactly. So, 
Yes, we also get we also get a little insight to more how this thing works. So because the out al- because the blood of the alpha spilled on Tom spilled on uh, Cage's character or Cage, uh, he na- like he is now a part of their system. Yeah, he has vi- what they call visions in the in the in the film. Yeah, well, like they they need, they need him to have visions because the visions will ultimately tell them where the Omega is. Because once they destroy that, yeah. they destroy they destroy everything. And here's the here's yeah, the it's almost like. Like like their map, yeah. like the map to f- to locate the Omega. Now here's the problem: uh, the only way they can reset the day is is, is he has to die. He has yeah, to keep so dying. A over lot and of trial and error. He has to keep dying over and over again until he finds this Omega thing. Yeah. And then once they do that, they can destroy it, and then the day is saved. And you do, I do like Emily Blunt a lot in this movie. This is, I think this is the first movie where I really yeah, I like, took notice of her as an actress because she's she's great. She she's great job balancing out crews. Uh, she has a lot yeah. of her own stunts, which is well, in, in initially like she was, she did she initially did a lot of her own stunts, and then they came back for reshoots, and she was she was pregnant at the time. Yeah, and, but she did a lot of her stuff for Jungle Cruise too. Yeah, and I think like I think yeah. I think it was somewhere like Tom Cruise like the, like the third person to know. Oh wow, that's 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 pretty cool. Maybe 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 not new for maybe maybe not new before Krasinski. Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> Tom Cruise knew you were having a child before you did. Before, before I did. What, what a perfect world, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so basically they have to, yeah, so basically they have to go and, and this part of the movie is basically the same thing over and over again. He has to go. He he, he learns from the from Rita in order to you know become a better fighter in these exosuits, which he was doing pretty well on his own. But now he's got like a guide to these things. Mm-hmm. I also think of a funny idea is like the way like he keeps getting hurt in this like simulator, which is like a bunch of like crude construction equipment, just like moving around, like a bunch of like claw claw hands moving around like super fast. It's just like yeah, just like a bunch of it's almost like a clock of like just like makeshift blade like stuff just to get just to basically work on your reaction time. Yeah. I mean, just to be more fluent when you are in the battlefields. Yeah. So. Uh, now we do get the only rule right here, which is uh, if t- if he gets hurt, he has to die. Yeah, yeah, uh, and he can't get any blood transfusion because if somebody else's blood enters his bloodstream, uh, it that that that's it, game over. He loses he loses the ability, and he can't get it back unless you know more. He gets more alpha blood on him. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do think it's funny how every every training session ends with Rita shooting him in the shooting him in the face. Yeah, and she loves doing it too, though. That's the first like her first initial reaction for everything bad. I'm just gonna kill him. It's like, <laughs> oh, paper cut. Yeah, it's like it's like let me work this out. We're good. We got this. Like, ah, crap, cuck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charlie horse shit. <laughs> Oh, so, oh, so, oh, damn it, something in my eye. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I I do think it's also funny to think, like, do these universes keep going after he's been shot? Because if so, like, is she getting arrested after all these? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I also do like that, like, their chemistry isn't necessarily rom- romantic, but, like, it, you, it, it does attempt to grow that which i do think is a bit of a thing i'll say but i do like that they don't necessarily like try to make her a love interest at in, initially at the beginning of the no movie. but it's but it's but it's on the table you can feel it, it on, on the table you can feel it, it on the table firmly on the table absolutely but 
nobody ever oversteps that. You know what I mean? But yeah. And I, I, I do do appreciate that. And you do feel it, like, with, especially in this montage, where, like, he's going over, like, the plan of attack to try and get out, of, get off the beach and get to look for the Omega. He keeps seeing yeah. her die over and over again. Yeah, so, I mean, it does hit him in, in a different way because he wants to obviously try to protect her, try to keep her from not having to do that all the time. Yeah, like, it, 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 does, it does, like, you, you, you do feel that pain. It's mostly because, like, Tom Cruise, just, he's, he's, he's a good actor. He's just a good actor. Yeah. And yeah. You, and you do feel that, like, bond form between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, they, 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 keep, they keep going. They, uh, he keeps going, and ultimately... Uh, he, he, he's not the problem is he's not getting visions of where this Omega thing is supposed to be. Yeah, it's like a roundabout. Yeah, he just keeps he keeps going in circles, and you yeah. do feel like the weight of this whole thing. You, you, start, you feel how it starts to it starts to start to set in because like you don't at this point you don't know how many times he's done this. No, and that's the thing. Like you're watching, and you're like, shit. Is he ever? Well, obviously you know he's gonna do it, but it's like. It's like, is, he, is it ever going to happen? Like, how many times does he have to die to, before it clicks? Like, like, think about all the time and effort he had to put into this, though, just to get to where we're at now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so they, they do have a semi-successful plan in mind. Uh, so the, yeah. the two of them end, end, do end up getting off the beach. They end up hijacking this, uh, this van and taking it to an like uh, basically a, a, a safe house that he has a couple miles outside outside of France. Uh, that thing's hit. Things hitch pretty good to that uh, van, by the way. He even says, "Just like okay, make sure to detach the caravan before you before you go away. Don't be carrying the dead weight." Oh, so what does she not do? Yeah. We're gonna carry the dead weight. We're gonna carry the dead weight. God, God damn, God damn, bitch, what, what, what I tell you? Think about how much weight you are with the with the two uh, the suits, and on top of it, you're dragging that. Uh, you know, next to you, you know, behind you too. Yeah, which, 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 of course, of course, it has a mimic inside of it. Yeah, I mean, why, why wouldn't it? Of course, why wouldn't it? These things, yeah. these things are <laughs> everywhere. Uh, so yeah, uh, Rita gets hurt. They end up getting to this, like I said, this farm, this farmhouse where there is a helicopter. Where uh, there is a helicopter. This, yeah. this, it's, a, it's a matter of figuring out what to do next. Uh, yeah, and yet uh, apparently. Uh, Cruz might be withholding a little information because he knows, you know, he, he he knows that this is sort of a sort of a last stop for them. Because yeah, yeah and yeah, and because he, he knows he, how this he, is going to play out. Yeah, and he, he's he's been he's been here a lot. He, he uh, so yeah. much so that he knows where to find sugar. He knows how she takes her coffee. He knows a lot of details about her and her life. He's just like, how many times have we been here? Like a lot. And the he's, reason the reason he keeps stopping here is yeah. because. He can't. He can't figure out a way to get out of this point without her dying, because no matter yeah, what so he that's tries, why he, he, he takes the keys. Yeah, yeah. No matter what he tries, she gets killed. Yeah, and she's super hard headed and wants to use the helicopter, but he knows that that is just going to attract attention, which is going to be their demise or her demise, and ends up killing her. So, yeah, that's why he ends up taking the keys like from her, or well, takes the keys so she can't get into the. But, plane. No, she's she's hard and she she is determined. She wants to finish this mission because that's that's yeah. the only way all this ends. Yeah, but but like how she told Cage's character, she's a soldier. That's what she knows. Fighting, you know what I mean. So she she wants to see this out. Think, she wants to I find. Ha- I think you know it has I mean? a line. I volunteered. Yeah, yeah. 
So he's just, just like, yeah, like, like, I know, like, I, like, I know, like, this, like, like, this is big. I know I could die, but this is bigger than me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, mimics come. They die. Uh, Rita gets killed once again. I'll say this: Cage is du- Cage is durable. He's more durable than I thought because he gets run through a brick wall. <laughs> uh, he yeah, he definitely yeah definitely goes through the uh, battering of different uh, injuries and like. Just his character. He's he's very resilient. Yeah, and so uh, he di- he dies, and he goes back to the next day. But this this day he does something different. Uh, he decides to not try and convince uh, Rita this whole thing. He decides to go it alone this time. Yeah, yeah, and uh, which is which is which is crazy to think like he would rather her die on that beach than to, uh, rather because like would like if she goes on that beach she is going to die. Yeah, like there's there's no two ways around it. But she rather she rather him go alone than he die and then she like watch her die another time. Yeah. And like you feel like this, this is like the one where like his, his demeanor is totally different. Like he is he is yeah. serious business. He's not wearing his helmet. He's intimidating the J- the J squad now. He yeah. watches the big he watches <laughs> the big dude get crushed to death. You figure how many, I mean how many times has he done this shit by then by now by now we've done it I mean. Hundreds, if not thousands, of times. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyways, so the whole thing is he he had these visions of where the Omega allegedly is it, it, in this dam. So he decides to go, go off and just go it and just go it alone this time. He gets he gets to the dam. He sees there are mimics there, but the thing is, the mimics are not killing him. Yeah. And the reason is because they are reading him as an alpha. They know if they kill him, the day resets and nothing happens. Yeah. So like, like yeah, killing, killing, killing is pointless. Like whatever. Yeah. So yeah, uh, they're tr- they're trying basically they're trying to si- to siphon it back siphon it back out of him, which they can't do unless they hurt yeah. him so unless they hurt him badly and hurt him publicly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so basically they're and the, the, like I said, the Omega's not there, so they're at a loss. So the only other way, the only way they can find it now is. Their doctor friend, played by Noah Taylor, he has this machine. He has this uh, device. What it's supposed to do is you connect it to an alpha, and it, it siphons off the neural link between the alpha and the omega. That way, you can figure out where this thing is. Yeah. Now you need a working alpha to work, but they have the next best thing. They they have Cage. Pro- yep. Problem is, the only functioning prototype is where else with Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, in the safe. In the safe, so uh, they go to see him a couple times, probably because that's uh, what because the, the only meeting we see between the two of them, he knows ex- the exact second. He knows this entire meeting down to the second. Yeah, he knows that the the his secretary is coming in. He knows the phone call he's going to receive. So he kind of he he's he's clearly done it before. Yeah. So they go. He goes in. He's like, you know what? You're, you're going to do this. You're going to talk, and you're going to listen, and then you're going to give you my advice. He does it. He gives he gives it away, but then he just calls the cops. He just calls the MPs on like on the outside. Just like, what? The, wh- why did you even get that to them? Yeah, yeah. Like Brendan Gleeson's like unnaturally hard headed in this movie. Yeah, he he really is. In fact, the military is unnaturally hard headed in this movie. Yeah, I mean, if they would just listen to some of their own, man. Uh, a lot of this stuff could move along a lot swifter. Um, you like, know, you essentially have no reason not to trust this guy. No, I mean he hasn't. Literally, at that point, he hasn't given you any reason to not trust him. If you can, pre- if you can predict what my secretary is going to tell me, I will listen to everything you say. 
and then on top of it, get the phone call and let him know that you're going to call him back. Like, how did you know? Like, so I, I would, I kind of would have been like, yeah, if not the first time, definitely the phone call would have been like, yeah, this guy probably knows what's going on. So we're going to go ahead and just, we're going to go ahead and just write it. All right. Now I'm listening. What you, what you, what you, what you got, Tommy? So yeah, <laughs> they end up having to steal, to steal the Omega. They get, they get into a car, they get into a car chase. And they realize or steal the advice. They, they, they steal it. He's like, what do I do? What do I do with this thing? Put in your leg. What? Yeah. It's like, ah. Yeah. Like an, it was like almost like an epipad. Like bam, right in the yeah. Yeah. So uh, they so he does it, and he sees that the Omega, coincidentally, also in also in France. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not keep the most valuable thing to your attack in the in the same country where your attack is about to happen? Yeah. Like right near the Louvre too. Yeah, and under the Louvre. Under the Louvre, yeah. Yeah. So they go off. They get the. They get into a car accident. They get badly hurt, and the problem in, oh no, big problem. Cade gets a blood transfusion. Yeah. So now, obviously, now his whole entire his he can't have visions anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah. So ultimately, anything that happens now, it has consequences because this is. Whatever happens now, this is this is their last shot. Yeah, so hit so, me with your best shot. Yeah, so it's the night. It's the night before they. So they need what they need to do is they need to go and find this mega and destroy it before the invasion even takes place. Mm-hmm. And they need more men to do it, so they ultimately go and recruit Jake J, J Squad. They go, which in, I like. Yeah, kind of what you said. I wish we would have had more time with these guys. Exactly, because like they all do have like developed personalities. Like they, they, I, I like I like the bit where they talk about that one guy Ford. Like, hey, your name's not really Ford. You like Ford was your buddy who died first day. You t- you t- you took his name and you sent and you sent his, your, his checks to his family. Yeah, like you learn more about their characters, but then by the time that you do learn more about it, it's like the movie's like practically over. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, the, yeah. So they decide they they take a plane. They go rogue to they go rogue to try and destroy this Omega. And like I said, this this is where the movie starts to feel like it, it feels like it has stakes again, because you know that like mm-hmm. once if Tom if Cage dies, that's it, like game over. Yeah, it's like game, it's legit game over. Yeah. So these J, these J squad members get start getting picked off. It it it, it really sucks to watch. Cause like even though like, we don't we don't get a lot of time with them, you do, you do you do feel bad watching them die. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a there's still an attachment there, even though there's, you, there's still not, like an attachment. Even though it's not yeah. fully developed, there is still an attachment there. Yeah. So they yeah. go. They ultimately get. Uh, by the time they get to like the spot where the Omega is near, it's just uh, Cage and Rita left. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, like you know, like I w- like I wish we had more. So Rita decides to go and distract the Alpha who's nearby, in order to give Cage time to go and find and destroy the Omega. Uh, the two of them kiss, which funny enough, that kiss was actually not scripted. Oh really? Yeah, no. Emily Blunt did that on a whim. Oh wow! So maybe well, there is trouble say, in paradise could, for her. She could cross that off. <laughs> cross that maybe off. Maybe that list. isn't John Krasinski. Maybe that's not John Krasinski's child. Uh oh. Oh, actually, no. She said you said she was already pregnant at the time, though, right? She was pregnant at the time of reshoots. Oh well, who knows? Who knows? But you can cross off the bucket list. You got to ki- got to kiss TC. Which maybe maybe it's the thing where like movies where Tom Cruise kisses women do not do well. The fall, Fallout's the outlier on there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, she goes and she gets she gets killed by the Alpha very viciously because you do see like her head get ripped off or some shit. Yeah. Again, 
how is this PG thirteen? Like, this will be PG. All the blood was red. This be PG thirteen, or this be like a hard R. It, I mean, it definitely it's it's super tiptoes. Like if not, almost touches the rated. It should touch the rated R uh, rating, but somehow didn't. Yeah. So Cage has to dive and go and uh, kill this kill this Omega, uh, which is underwater. Thank God Cruz had his training from from Mission Impossible Four. We can hold or, or five five at the time. Oh we yeah, we're gonna hold his breath. For hold like, hold yeah. his breath for like five minutes. So fucking intense, dude. You take a bath. Oh man, that's so awesome. Yeah, dude, dude trained to hold his breath for five minutes straight. I, mean, I could barely. I probably couldn't even make it a minute. I don't know. How long oh, God, I, I, I could. I can. I can never make it five. Five minutes. That's so. Like you think about it, that's a, that's a long time. Five minutes. That is one half a stairway to heaven. It is. Yeah, that is super crazy. Wow. Yeah, so uh, Rita gets killed and Cage goes. And he's trying. He's trying to dive, but the Alpha is like right on his tail. He goes. Yeah, I, I I do like this scene. Yeah, he goes. He's like visual, visually speaking, like just like well, he just goes and he drops it, and you get like the wide shot of the grenade dropping, dropping to the Omega. Like visually, and he turns speaking, and shows him the, the the pins. The pins. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he goes. The, the Omega explodes, and that's it. The day, the day is saved, at the cost yep. of all the lives of these people. Or and was then, it? Then the, the movie, then the movie takes takes place right where it begins. Yeah, or was it? Because see, the the remnants, the whatever is spilling out of the Omega after it blows up, takes yeah. in takes in Cruz, and he's right back where the movie began. Yeah, it was almost like a Thanos snap. Yeah, he's back. I think three days earlier now. Yeah, a couple uh, days earlier, prior to yeah. And we see like the enemy has been wiped out. So yeah, there, there's no Omega. The uh, pretty much they're not as strong as 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 they would have been had they, the they, Omega they, been around. They've been they've been wiped out. Uh, he then go he then goes to see Rita again. She's like, "Why is it in my face, Major?" Her 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 demeanor towards him is like is a little a little different now that he's not a private now that he's actually like he's still an officer he hasn't been demoted in this timeline. Yeah, and yeah, that's the movie ends. And I didn't even realize when I wa- when I watched it, I'm like, holy shit! This this they did they did the source code. Yeah, it's yeah. like the exact same ending as source code. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was it. That is live die repeat edge of tomorrow, Russell. So. I don't know when the last time you saw it. It's been a while since I've seen this movie myself. But what did you what did you think? Do you think it holds up? And how do you think it is as a representative of blockbusters in the twenty tens? Absolutely, absolutely for sure. Um, it had been probably I'd say maybe five years or so since I've seen it. Um, but yeah, I think it holds up fantastically. I think you know Doug Liman you know does a great job directing this film. Definitely, uh, it's a spectacle. Uh, lots of special effects, lots of explosions, lots of things happening super fast. Uh, I love Blunt and Cruz's uh, chemistry with one another. Uh, I, I love the storyline. It's it's not, you know what I mean. It's more it's more thought provoking. There's a lot more than just well, but he he just lives every day again, and then he has to figure it out. But then they kind of tell you why. They show you how, and it's like a lot more thought provoking than. It, I mean, then it, it probably could have been, you know what I mean? Like it could just probably have done the, done the story probably just like really like lukewarm, you know, straight line, you know, not go into too many intricate details. But I like the fact that we do that. Um, and I think it does hold up for a 2010s. You know, it's still a fresh decade. 
still not we're not too far removed from that only about a year and a half two years uh i, I think it still holds up fantastically i think it, it's it's definitely uh definitely a fun film to revisit uh, i'm glad we got to actually do this one and yeah i think everything holds up perfectly in this yeah, no, I think this is definitely of the Tom Cruise blockbuster. This one's really, this one's really fun. I enjoy it a lot. I think Cruise is great in it. I think Emily Blunt's fantastic. I love the, I love the visually. I think it's I think it's fascinating. I love the, like, the, yeah. the both practical and special effects. I think hold up. Yeah, I think this movie just holds up like immensely well. I, I, su- yeah. Like surprise. I can see why. Yeah, you definitely see why it started to get that cult following once it got onto home video and stuff like that. Absolutely, and yeah, uh, there's also been talk of a sequel. Uh, no, nothing been like officially confirmed yet. But Blunt and Cruz are both anxious to return, along with Doug Lyman, who, after Chaos Walking and the Lockdown movie, will probably be wanting to get to get on this as soon as possible. Yeah, so we need to bump up your. We gotta we gotta bump up our uh, our filmography. Lord no, Lord knows he needs the he 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 needs the increase. He he, he needs to you know get back to people's good graces again. What way to do is return to a turn beloved uh, property. But yeah, no. Would you want to see a sequel yeah. to this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I that it lends itself perfectly to a sequel because you could do so much with that with that whole entire premise. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's gonna do it for us. That, that's gonna do it for us. Our review of, of uh, Lidar P Edge tomorrow. Uh, Russell, anything I'll plug before you head out? Yeah, go ahead and check us out, Notorious by Chance, on Facebook. That's where we put the polls up. Our latest poll is uh, Director September, which will be kind of fun. Uh, first time doing this. Uh, we have four directors and we have uh all that we're going to do uh various movies in their filmography right now i think denny villeneuve is running away with this one uh but go ahead and check that out also check us out on youtube notorious by chance is the facebook or is the youtube channel i should say um chance just put a top five uh female uh performances it's getting a lot of good traction on the uh, channel and uh yeah yeah, and then you find my Twitter, Instagram, and Chance Wars underscore 91. Check out uh, the Schmodown where I compete. It's my match with JT, which just dropped recently. And uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, uh, I, if you haven't seen the match already, uh, I will be at Schmodown New York this year. So get your tickets if you haven't already. It's going to be Brooklyn uh, Roulette Intermedium. It's going to be a fun time. And, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you for listening. And, like we said, next week is our first installment of Direct Timber. The entire month of September, we'll be, we'll be dedicating to the, film make, the films of one filmmaker. Right now, currently looking like Denis Villeneuve, but it's only been a few days. We're going to give it a little bit longer. See what, see what's what. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, because you, yeah, you have PTA and you have uh, Lynch, I think, really kind of <laughs> vying for that spot, too. Yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, we'll we'll see who who ends up winning out, but yeah, either way, it's gonna be a fun a fun September for us. And then you know we got that. For sure, we got our scare fest coming up. That's gonna be that's always a good time. Uh, and then yeah, that's gonna do it for us here. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time.